For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where this weekend we'll be doing absolutely nothing because for once there's no pay per view this coming. We should, uh, we should get the Friendo Awards up this weekend. Uh, I had a couple ideas for that. Uh, so yeah, we can definitely talk about it. Because there's a couple different things that we, we probably have on our calendar that we probably need to do, including yeah. the Friend Awards, of course. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the, I'm trying to think what's going on this week. Tomorrow we got our Impact live stream here on Twitch. Well, of course, uh, tonight is Raw. Get excited. Tonight's Raw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen with new WWE champion, The Miz. Larson WrestleVotes might have some uh, some confirming information about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if on. you watch you watch Elimination Chamber, this this all kind of falls in line with what we saw. So given what happened last night at Chamber, of course, Miz successfully cashed in his money in the bank briefcase after Bob Lashley came in, beat the hell out of Drew. But that stemmed from a conversation we saw prior to the main event, which saw MVP talking to Miz backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the most recent report from WrestleVotes, given all that information, is hardly surprised, but definitely seems like we're getting Lashley versus Drew at Mania. That's what WrestleVotes had to say. Quote, it's that time of year, lots of misinformation uh, from sources, which happens around uh, Mania. However, from source, uh, what does B uh, forward slash W mean? Uh, misinformation. Uh, lots of mis- bit- between sources. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Okay. Uh, however, from source, WWE title match The Miz is not scheduled to be involved as of now. Bob Lashley emphasis, Russellvo's emphasis is. So, I mean, we had talked about this pretty exhaustively on our Elimination Chamber recap last night, Larson. Like you said, this is hardly a surprise, but it is good to get. You know, uh, somebody like Russell Votes or a, an account like Russell Votes, which has had some correct information in the past, has a decent track record to sort of confirm for all of us people who are worried. Well, maybe are they going to do? Are they, is Miz going to main event night one of WrestleMania? It was going to be Miz versus Bad Bunny for uh, title for title main event night one. Oh boy! Oh boy! I break the internet. Uh, yeah, so that that's good to know. I'm 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 looking. I'm actually kind of looking forward to Raw tonight because I think Bob Lashley's going to have. Uh, a prominent spot. We're going to get MVP. Oh, man, it should be as prominent as, as hoisted up that WWE title tonight. You want to get what, some excitement going in for the Raw? first hour, Larson. Do it right away. Do it in right away. In the first hour. Do it right away. Before the first commercial break, even. How about that? Yeah. I think that'd be great. Uh, yeah, Bob Lashley breaks the Miz in half. Wins and the then, time. how about this? Keith Lee comes in second hour, beats Riddle for the U.S. title. He joins the Hurt Business. Hurt Business fulfills the golden promise. They got to have if 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 the hurt business are are fortifying their ranks, uh, solidifying themselves as as top faction on raw. Oh yeah. You, you got to address what's going on between Cedric and Shelton 
if you really want to book them to be a powerful, <laughs> cohesive unit, they yeah. have to do something about that. Yeah. Set him, what's his name? Dr. Shelby. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, the guy that helped out Daniel Bryan and Kane with their issues. Who's that? Who's that lady they had on? Uh, uh, was it the? Was it backstage with the funny skits oh, yeah, when yeah, she's yeah, in yeah, doing yeah, therapy yeah. and stuff? That was pretty funny stuff. I like that. that. I forget funny. her name, but she was funny. So you got um, It's been such a prominent storyline. You got to address it in some capacity. Yeah. Right. Even if it's just like a throwaway thing, just yeah. address it. I want Cedric. Cedric needs to try to politic his way into that title shot. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Bob Lashley can't be trusted. He's like, you know, he's 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 you know turning this monster guy. Uh, let, let let Prime Alexander in that spot. What a bunch of go. marks we are. A little fantasy book in this stuff. Uh, man, let's let's keep it real here. Uh, of course, Sasha Banks uh, doesn't get more real than this because she was shooting from the hip on the latest Broken Skull Sessions, and she discussed why she took a leave from WWE following WrestleMania 35, and these transcripts come to you from wrestling Inc. Is there any Austin quotes in here that I can do my Austin? Should no, I just is, do these these are these are all these are all from Sasha. This sounds I mean, like you a good wanna, watch. You I got to check this out. If you want to toss in some All right. Uh yeah, so hey, Sasha Banks, you left after WrestleMania 35. Rumor was you and Bailey were on the floor crying and whining. What was that all about? <laughs> and so she says, depression was taking over, my mind was taking over, my thoughts were taking over. This place was being bigger than me. And I really, really lost myself because for a good seven years, I didn't even hear my real name. I didn't hear Mercedes anymore. All I heard was Sasha Banks. And traveling on the road, we only get to one to two days off. I couldn't even look at myself. I didn't even know who the hell I was, how I was going into work, how angry I was going in, how sad I was. I was not the person that I dreamt to be. It hit the fan and I wanted to make sure that I didn't lose myself. So I said, you know what? I got to take a step away and find myself again. And I got to be brave about that. And that was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. Ask to leave the WWE. I asked to leave and Vince was like, no, he said, no, he's he had, I'm going to let, I'm going to give you 30 days to think about it. And I took more than 30 days. She was out for a while, huh? Yeah. Like four or five months. Yeah. Uh, that's good, man. You know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, like when Undertaker says things like, you know, back when men were men and they had knives and guns and drugs and stuff. I it it the kind of life that these entertainers lead. I mean, things are obviously a lot different now. They're not traveling. But yeah. and 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 the house show, the traveling aspect might be brought down quite a bit. But that being said, I don't know if they have somebody on staff to to help with this kind of thing, but the mental health of the wrestlers really is something that probably needs to be yeah. kept tabs and, on. And, and thankfully, it seems like, you know, as an observer, you don't have as many instances of people maybe self-medicating to yeah. deal yeah. with, you know, the, 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 the issues that are brought up being away from home mm -hmm. like 80% of the year. You know, mm -hmm. being on the road, Sasha talks about, you know, the, the, how this business is kind of all encompassing, you know, mm -hmm. and it could get to you mentally. And if, if it's a thing where where if it's soft to deal, as Undertaker puts it, soft to deal with these issues in a healthy manner, as in stepping away, uh, kind of finding yourself and, and, and rediscovering one's love for the business as opposed to just continuing on and, and traveling everywhere with, with a gun or knife in your bag and, and, and drinking. <laughs> I kind of feel like the healthier way to do, but go about things is to take some time off and step away. 
Yeah, I mean, and the, the person that she's speaking to here, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, how many times have we heard during his show when he talks about when he left uh, over the, Bre- the the Brock Lesnar thing? Yeah, uh, and you know he was just he was just you know soaking down energy drink after energy drink. He was he burnt was, out. He was burnt out. I mean, the same thing with CM Punk. You know, it's like I wonder how many more years, how many more classic moments could we have gotten from these you know, wrestlers, if they just sort of were taken care of a bit better, if they had somebody mm-hmm. to say, Hey, this is, you know, this is bad for your, for everything for you. I mean, and being out there to- wrestling 300 days a year, taking bumps on the mat, um, you know, uh, being on the road all the time, that's gotta be trying on one's mental and physical health. Yeah. Um, and it has been probably since the advent of the pro wrestling business as we know it now. People have dealt with it various ways in the past, and I'm happy that people now feel comfortable enough that mm-hmm. they can say, "I need to step away." Now I know, like if if I don't know if 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 everybody's in a position where they feel like they can do that, like Sasha, you know, she's top of the card. Yeah, sure. So it's you know she's in a position where I'm sure she can go to Vince, and Vince will. You know, granted said, no, you can't leave, but I'll give you 30 days to think about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I don't know if anybody else lower on the card would feel like they could be they are in a position to do that without facing, uh, first of all, a no and then retribution for asking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's unfair. I mean, if anybody feels like they need time off of the road to get themselves right, that should take precedence, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, people's I health and well-being agree. should come first and foremost. I'm looking forward to to watching this uh, Broken Skull mm-hmm. session. A lot of people here in chat are talking about um, other things. White Brownie here in chat mentioned she also pretty much confirmed they found they find out about changes from Twitter. That's not that <laughs> that that's a whole other thing. You know, when when it comes to like draft things and storyline stuff. Would it be nice, I would assume, to hear about that from, like, you know, internally first before it's put out in PR? No. Uh, but that's that goes back so long, and I would imagine yeah. that's just one of those things you probably well, get Well, it's used one of to. the episodes of something to wrestle with where Pritchard was talking about, yeah, yeah like, you know, for the draft stuff. Yeah, we didn't tell them because we want their real reactions when they get drafted. Which there's something to be said for that, I would there's think. There's something to be said know? for that, yeah. But like, also, you know, a handful of people will know, but otherwise, like, no one knows. Also, on top of that, Dude, I mean, wasn't there one of those drafts where uh, Triple H was drafted to Raw and then or to SmackDown and then back to Raw again? Yeah, like, like during, with during the draft, they're still coming up with the stuff. So that isn't as shocking to me. But I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Like matches are pulled or matches are changed, and it shows up on Twitter before yeah. the wrestlers are told. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's that, to me, that's a bit less. I mean, that yeah, that sucks, but it's a bit less of a concern than. Uh, I mean, I, I would get from a, a perspective. I know it was brought up in the Pritchard thing about, excuse me, the draft was, uh, you know, it would it would potentially uproot people, wrestlers, uh, uh relationships, relationships, the habits, the road habits they have, yeah, who they sure, may have yeah. traveled with, yeah. all that stuff would yeah. have to change essentially yeah. on a dime without with zero preparation in advance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, in one sense, it'd be nice to know. I understand they want to get these reactions from people at the same time. These people, they're human beings, too. They have lies. Yeah, they are, man. They're not just... They're just wrestlers. They're entertainers. So, uh, let's, we got some unfortunate injury news here. Uh, first, in New Japan, Pro Wrestling, they announced uh, early today, uh, Hiromu Takahashi had, quote, sustained a left shoulder injury and be unable to compete on tonight's card at Kirk and Hall, citing an injury the ticking time bomb suffered on February 19th and noted that Hiromu was, quote, undergoing medical evaluation and that uh, further updates on his condition will be released as it become available. Well, shortly thereafter, New Japan tweeted out an update 
quote, breaking after medical assessment, Hiromu Takahashi's left pectoral injury will leave him out of action for an estimated six months. More information will follow. So, of course, uh, he is the current junior heavyweight champion. Uh, no news on what uh, they may do with that particular title. Scramble. Uh, while he's do a out scramble. with injury. But that's a bummer. Uh, you know, he's been back, what, about a year and change? Has it been a year already? Wow, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, about a year and change. Um, and to see him go out with another injury yeah. uh, is a bummer because he's spectacular. He's, he's spectacular. One of he's, the best performers in the entire world. He's a once in a generation talent, man. That guy's he's something else. Uh, but you know, obviously, this leaves room for LP and his loaded boot to come in, get that title. He'll be a new champion. This is a total bummer, though. This is absolutely a bummer. Also yeah. a bummer. Uh, AEW Dark Order star Anna J. She's been injured, according to AEW's Twitter account. This was just uh, this morning, or actually about an hour Not ago. Not that long so. ago, yeah. Yeah, it says uh, here, Anna J was injured training and can't compete tonight. Anna requires shoulder surgery and is expected to miss 6 Oof. to 12 months. She's replaced in the tournament by, who is this? Maddie Renkowski. Maddie Renkowski, a, a student, student and protege, protege yeah. of Thunder Rosa. Um, so that's cool. You know, our best wishes go out to Anna J. That's, mm -hmm. that's really sad. She's, she's a really, I think she's, she's got a pretty bright future ahead of her, yeah. man. I think she's yeah. really terrific. She, like you can just see in the ring, the work that she's been putting on is well, every time she steps in the ring, she's like that much better, you know? Yep. Yep. So it's, it's cool stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It is. Uh, also yep. cool stuff. Cal Jack, our pal Cal, was uh, uh, at Bloodsport 5 this past weekend. Oh, wrecking. Wrecking oh. Super Beast. Oh, wrecking Super him. Beast. Oh, wrecking medium, medium Beast at best. But man, Cal Jack uh, made him pass out to a, to a head and arm triangle. Yeah, Ouch. man. It was pretty good. He, he dominated that bout. Super Beast got a few kicks in. Uh, Cal shook him off. Uh, would just then slam Super Beast to the mat, either via some sort of gut wrench type move or something else. He destroyed Super Beast. Uh, this card I thought was pretty solid, top to bottom. I might have enjoyed this more than Bloodsport Four. Definitely enjoyed it more than Bloodsport Three. It doesn't been bad. I just mm -hmm. thought the matches, the matchups, top to bottom, were all really good. Mm -hmm. uh, run through it real quick. Uh, Calder McCall tapped out Bad Dude Tito. Oh, uh, Calvin Tankman uh, beat the heck out of uh, Nolan Edwards. Rest stopped it because Tankman was just dropping shots on him. <laughs> you know what, man? I hope Nolan Edwards takes his experience at Bloodshot 45 and uh, and takes it into Bloodshot uh, or Bloodsport. <laughs> Bloodshot. Bloodshot. You think back to uh, Valiant Comics, huh? <laughs> I was. Uh, and takes this experience and, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe comes back stronger, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Nolan Edwards, he's probably the smallest competitor in this whole thing. And stepped up to two of the uh, the larger uh, 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 wrestlers. Yeah, so, put through a wall, and then yeah, uh, yeah, ref. Yeah, the, Calvin Tankman's fist pretty much driven into his face repeatedly. Oh, that Calvin Tankman's a big dude too. He's huge. Oh my He's God. huge. Uh, Steve mentioned Cal Jack defeated Super Beast. Uh, Royce Isaacs 
defeated Alex uh, uh, Coughlin with the Dragon Sleeper. Uh, Rocky Romero defeated Simon Grimm with a cross arm breaker. Uh, Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson finally got a Bloodsport win, tapping out J.R. Kratos to a chokehold. What? Kratos is huge. How does anybody tap that guy out? That's crazy. Uh, Jeff Cobb beat Loudest Filthy chop I ever heard, Larson. Oh, my God. Kratos poor, and some guy. Poor Aaron Sky. His <laughs> chest basically got caved in that day. Uh, Jeff Cobb uh, defeated Tom Lawler with Hurt Lock, Full Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main event, which was really good, Mox um, defeated Davey Boy Smith after a paradigm shift. Got a TKO win via paradigm shift. <laughs> I love that. That's like uh, in that the Bloodsport 3. Yeah, Davey Boy when, Smith beat someone with a powerbomb. <laughs> he beat, was it Josh Alexander? I think I it think was so. Josh. I yeah, think it was Impact him with Star Josh Alexander. Yeah, <laughs> beat him with the power. I love that. Great. I think that's I great. Too. More more power too. moves should warrant ref stoppages. I want to uh, give a quick. So Bloodsport Six was also announced. Yep. And Mox versus Josh Barnett's going to main event that. So Josh Barnett's coming back from behind commentary to main event the show. He's really good on commentary on these. Bloodsport he is really good. Shows. He is He's really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he knows all those guys so well, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's happening April 8th from Tampa. I also wanted to give a shout-out to some new patrons here at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have MassGamer99, uh, Robert Priddle, uh, Jacob Morris, Cameron Grimes' financial advisor, uh, Mecca Rick. Uh, that's it. Uh, and uh, most of those patrons get access to Friendo Club TV which is our bonus content. You can also get Friendo Club TV access by hitting join on YouTube and uh, becoming a channel member. And uh, you also can throw us a Twitch sub over at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing a live Power Rank exclusive for Friendo Club TV members. On Wednesday, we do an Ask Stephen Larson where no wrestling questions are allowed. Thursdays, we put up a vintage 10 for the win. And, of course, Fridays is GTA Online with Friendos Day, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, which is wild fun. The intern chooses a bunch of maps that he is intimately familiar with and then proceeds to win all those matches and uh, proclaims, of course, that he's never even tested them out. But I think we're (laughs) on to him, Larson. I think we're on to the intern. I think we are. I think we are. Uh, We would do a raw preview now. Unfortunately, there is none. No raw Man, preview. I'm on this. I'm on. Listen, I'm on this. I'm on this. All I'm right. Gonna go, I'm going to go to the one source I always rely on, Larson. And what's WWE's that? WWE's Twitter account. I've, I've literally been refreshing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just whoa. nothing. Hold on. Nothing. I went back 12 minutes ago. Nothing. 12 nothing. minutes ago, they nothing. tweeted this out. The Miz became the very first superstar in this club with his. Oh, you already mentioned that. You I already, already mentioned, mentioned that. that. Ryan Hoover, uh, yeah. he's he's he uh, sub right here on Twitch that says Enforcer's the best. Thank you, Ryan. Nothing, nothing. Enforcer, oh, he is the best. Thanks, Enforcer, to the Enforcer is by the, the way. Enforcer. for uh, hanging out with us yesterday. Yeah. All right, let's take let's do some questions. This is from B Man Patrick Sparks book Dijack Ditch and Retribution and going after Riddle's U.S. title, culminating a triple threat with Riddle Lee and Dijack at Mania. So, uh, I'll you know uh, Mustafa Ali. So he's been taking a bunch of L's. Retribution's been taking a bunch of L's, and he just always gets in their face and starts yelling at him and yelling at him. At one point, Dijak rips his mask off and says, oh, I've had enough. I'm going to Arby's. Yeah. And he goes to Arby's, and he sits and reflects on his career, especially on the main roster. Meat Mountain? Between, Meat Mountain? Uh, I'm thinking he's he's got like a sample. He's got an RBQ, an oh, RB, uh, RB melt. Damn, i got to go to um, Arby's this weekend. And then just like a, a couple standard uh, roast beef, all with the, the horsey sauce. He likes his horseradish. Mm. Um, 
Uh, and then he says, all right, well, this is what I got to do. I got to establish me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dijak. Yeah. Uh, uh, not as part of retribution, but me. So he goes out there and he has issues a challenge to Matt Riddle. And Matt Riddle's like, bro, kind of laughs him off. Bro. Like, what have you done? You haven't won anything. Um, and then so Dijak says, uh, says, oh, I'll show you. Essentially issues an open challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's pretty athletic, but can take it ill. So Dijak. Ricochet. Ricochet. So they have like this crazy, super great match. Yeah. Dijak picks up the win. Bang, feast your eyes. Yeah. All that. Uh, Riddle's like, okay, bro, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I see what you're doing now, but I need to see more. Meanwhile, yeah. at the same time, Keith Lee comes back and says, hey, I wasn't in that U.S. title match. I, you know, If I was in that match, things would have been different. Mm-hmm. I want to crack at it. Riddle's like, okay, bro, but you know, uh, I got Dijak over here too. But I don't make the matches. You gotta talk to Adam Pierce, bro. Yeah. So Lee goes talk to Adam Pierce. They have a number one contender thing. Uh, Dijak catches wind of this, uh, so he interferes in that. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee gets upset. Spirit bomb on Dijak, uh, and so we get a thing between them. They reignite their rivalry from NXT. Meanwhile, Riddle's all, bro. You know these guys are pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ultimately, the match is made for WrestleMania. Uh, Riddle, Lee, Dijak. And uh, it's a ladder match. And on the ladder, uh, if you go up for the ladder, not only is the Intercontinental or the U.S. title there, mm-hmm. but also a, a, a bag of Arby's. Oh, wow. I was going to say Meat Mountain then. You bring the Meat Mountain in there. There you go. He's like, That's wait, what? It. Secret menu? Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me five of those. <laughs> You're going to have the title. Give me the Meat Mountain. <laughs> That's great. I, I can't top that. Juan Guerrero Jr., I'm in Texas. My power was out since Monday and barely came back Friday night. It was miserable and freezing, but I know many more of my fellow Texans went through much worse, and my prayers go out to them. No question this week. Just want to send out positive vibes to my state. Our hearts go out to Texas and what they've been going through. Yeah, it's been awful. I'm glad to know that you're okay. Yeah. Uh, But some of the stories coming out of Texas, somebody needs to be held accountable for this, man, because... You got that right. You got that right. It's not good. Uh, Sean Lathrop, how would L.A. Knight... Yeah. React yeah. to Mrs. Cashin. Look at that dummy Drew McIntyre celebrating after his match like a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Miz really put the shoes to him, didn't ye? That's, that's, that's the only shoe yeah. reference I got. It's only I'm kind of low on shoe references today. I was thinking about that one, too. <laughs> I was trying to think about it. I don't have any. Look at Bob Lashley out there. Tearing apart Drew McIntyre. Like my souls got torn apart when I was out on the playgrounds. Again, I got nothing. I got nothing. Where are these cheap Kmart shoes my parents bought me? <laughs> we were dirt poor, yeah. Greg Morris. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, who could be getting the co- uh, who could be getting the Kofi treatment if crowds were around? They would have gone nuts for Cesaro's pull-ups on the chamber. I mean, Kofi's or Kofi Mane was a pretty special circumstance someone who'd been around for a long time mm-hmm. never gotten a title opportunity i know cesaro's been around for a number of years but it hasn't been a decade yet and to be on the main roster um and you know someone who was already pretty well decorated in terms of titles but never you know even got close to get a title shot a main title shot um it's just it's a, it, kofi was a very special situation that i don't know if there's really anybody around now that's had that tenure, that's had that great of a career without getting the top title shot? I'd say it's Cesaro. <laughs> He's probably the closest. <laughs> I but think, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think he, well, he debuted in Maine in 2014. So yeah, that's was what, it seven only years. 2014? Yeah, that's seven years, though. 
And he's always so, been at that one spot, and he's never like really elevated past that spot. Even though every, I mean, I, it, for the case for Cesaro, and I, I agree with you. I think that Kofi was a unique case for for multiple reasons. But the case for Cesaro is everybody has always said this guy is can do so much more, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's oh, and it, just like Kofi, he is always one of the more creative guys in the ring. Yep. After this yep. long of being kind of in the same spot, he is always finding new fun things to do in the ring, which I can't imagine is easy to do, but he always seems really yep. into it. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, Cesaro is the closest one for sure. Uh, Mr. Dope, what are the odds of Miz losing the title of Lashley tonight? <sighs> Dope says 100%. Here's the only thing that might preclude it from being 100% if like to Miz does, out. yeah, if Miz does the thing where... It's like, all right, I'll give you your title shot tonight. DQ, something wonky. He just runs off, gets counted out, something. Where, uh, uh, yeah, they do they stretch it out and prolong it. The the issue with that is I feel like that's going to shortchange Lashley's title reign because we already know it's probably going to end at WrestleMania mm-hmm. if he's going to be facing Drew. Mm-hmm. So the quicker you, you get that belt on Lashley, get him some title defenses really build them up as a potentially dominant champion. Because yeah. um, if he just gets the belt at Fastlane, doesn't defend it, then loses it to Drew or WrestleMania. I mean, it's great that Lashley won the title, but he didn't really have a reign then. You know, he'd have a three-week reign with maybe one defense. Give him some title defenses. Have him put that belt on him immediately. You know, dude, I don't know that it's... You've already got. I mean, I look. I I I tend to agree with you that I'm not a hundred percent sure that Roman will will lose that title to Edge. I don't know, man. I I don't know that you you have if if you have Edge beat Roman, you've got that huge feel good moment. I'm not sure Lashley goes there and loses the title. Well, I don't think it's a given per se, but you know, I'd feel pretty confident going into it sitting here now. Granted. A month and a half out of Mania, yeah. I don't know what story they're going to set up to be told going into Mania per se. That that Drew will get that title back, but you know, I mean, if, it's, if it Lashley gets it is, and, and successfully man. retains at Mania, I will be super happy. Yeah, same. I'll like I'll be I'll be rooting for him. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that uh, I you know what would be great, you know, would be awesome to show they actually do have some like long term at least some like, you know, relatively long-term story planning is if Miz tries to cop out, like they do this for the main event of Raw tonight. Miz tries to cop out in some way, like you said, but in some way that violates the letter of the law. And in the same way that Pierce gave him that briefcase back and said, by the letter of the law, you get this back. Pierce comes out and says, hey, Miz, sorry, but by the letter of the law, this match has to continue. And then Lashley, and it's such a babyface thing for Lashley to then win the title that way, so it's probably not going to happen. But um, but I wouldn't mind that. Uh, the intern here doing his uh, his research says, since the start of 2020, The Miz has won exactly two singles matches. Uh, one against Kofi on January 10th, and mm-hmm. the other against Otis October 25th. Okay, yeah, those are the two, and, and then Drew the, the third one. And that's since January 2020? Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, it was three as up until last or three as of last. Three night. of the last thirteen, three wins in thirteen months, pretty much. My goodness gracious! Uh, Tom talks rubbish. Would you appear on Desert Island Graps with Tom Campbell of Cultaholic? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. That'd be You're fun. Invited. That'd sure. be a lot of fun. Mister Sinister. So with the Miz winning W title, and it's most likely scenario that Raw will start with a Miz TV segment. Who will fill fill in for tonight's Going in Raw uh, Raw recap? If the prospect mm-hmm. is there of Bob Lashley yeah. picking up that title tonight, then uh, we will both be here. We will both be, watch I'll, Raw. I'll be all about it, man. I'm in it. Uh, Nick, with the rumors of NXT possibly being part of WrestleMania, which NXT title should be defended? One of the matchups for said titles. Uh, the NXT title should be defended. Give me Finn versus Adam Cole. Uh, I, I will never deviate from this answer. I want uh, Finn versus Walter. Well, yeah, that's ideal. That'd be the. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm pessimistic it'll happen, but yes, that'll be great. Uh, Matthew Mikowski, Larson said my idea also could see Lashley winning the title at Fastlane. Lashley versus Drew at Mania. Also at Fastlane, thought I'm, though I want to see Drew versus Sheamus. What else do you want to see happening at Fastlane? Uh, Matthew says, I hope Keith Lee beats Riddle for the U.S. title soon. That would be great. I would anticipate Drew versus Sheamus for sure happening at Fastlane. They got to have their blow off before Mania. They might, they might just do that at, uh, I mean, depending on what happened, depending on how fast they're going to take things, they might do Drew versus Sheamus, like, I don't know, tonight or something, you know? Depends how quickly they want to move things along, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the wild dude, if by some divine providence WWE actually decides to work with another company, who should it be? And what sort of feud angle would you like to see spawn from this partnership the most? Uh, the wild dude says, uh, for me, it's with AEW. Current John Moxley versus heel Roman might actually be amazing. I'm going to go with uh, they should work with Dragon Gate because then you can take uh, Ricochet, Akira Tozawa, and Apollo Crews back to their, uh, back to their, uh, their roots. There you go. And uh, and have them tear it up and show, you know, man, I was watching some of that stuff on uh, Big Willieism's uh, Twitch stream. And uh, Akira Tozawa was just, he was just such a cool dude, you know? And now they got him in this goofy ass, nin- like he's still doing the ninja stuff. I know. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I know. <laughs> he's so I'm, good. He's so he's so good. And I'm so, I'm so over that shit. Like, put guys together. That, like, I like what they're doing with Apollo right now, and I really want Apollo to win that Intercontinental. I want Apollo versus Big E to be, like, a big thing, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. keep on going, keep on going. They had, like, the kayfabe injury update on Big E, too. It was just yeah, like, I saw that, too. Yeah. He lost a little bit of arm weakness, so I'm sure he'll probably be back on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Sober Chad, what would you consider to be the most prestigious championship in any promotion at this time? So I, I, if I'm reading this correctly, what's the most prestigious wrestling championship in the world currently? Biggest deal, I think, right now. I mean, okay, if you take if you take like the, the you know who's the bigger mainstream thing or whatever. I mean, obviously it's WWE, so it'd be like Roman's title or whatever. But I mean, I think that like the biggest shocks these days come from somebody winning the IWGP title. You know, I think that's where it's got the history. It's got it's they, got the they, lineage, the history. The, and it's the got... lineage is so pure with that. You know. Um, whereas WWE's titles are so all over the place. Um, so I don't know. It's either that, or I guess, you know, they, they have brought they, the one thing that I do appreciate at WWE is that they brought the universal and WWE titles back up to sort of even, you know, even status. 
Oh, Universal title because Roman has it now is is far and away uh, above where the WWE title is currently. Well, like at this, but like when, when Lashley gets it back, would you still say that? Or when Lashley gets it, would you still say that? Not. It, it wouldn't be quite the disparity, but I still feel like Universal title, the Universal title, because Roman has it, is held in higher regard within the company than the WWE title is. Yeah, but not 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 like it used to be, though, dude. Like back when it was like you know Alberto had the big, like well, when obviously the, not when it the is, big gold belt was a thing. The, the the World Heavyweight Championship was basically a mid card title back then. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I agree. It's not the disparity isn't that huge, but when Roman yeah. says, you know, he told Drew that Drew is essentially the B champion. I kind of feel like that's how WWE views it too. Roman is the A champ, Universal Championship right now because Roman has it is the A championship. It's still it's still a lot better than it used to be. Oh yeah, it is. But there's a disparity there. Wolverine, this is a two part question. Can WWE Network stay on its own even though Peacock is going to own it? And will Peacock recognize that the that way no one has to sign up for their? And will Peacock recognize that that way no one has to sign up for their streaming service? So I guess apparently Fastlane is going to be available on both. Mm. They're going to have like that transition, and then Mania is going to be the first one that's exclusive. That's exclusively on Peacock, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I imagine. I mean, the NBC Universal is is paying a huge chunk of money to get the network. So yeah. uh, I'd be really surprised if the network really existed on its own uh, past March. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be all on Peacock. Will Peacock recognize it that way? No one has to sign up for their streaming service. No, they're gonna. People are gonna. Well, I. I mean, I guess the question is like. So, like, yeah, the, the, the nature of this question, I think, is like, how is the transition gonna? Are people gonna have to like? They're gonna have to go to sign up to Peacock, right? No, my well, my understanding is they're gonna migrate everybody's network accounts over to Peacock accounts. Okay, so like you go to WWE, you go to typically you go to like wwnetwork.com or whatever. You go to wwe.com and, and then it'll redirect you to Peacock. And Peacock, then, and then your login stuff should still work there, right? That's what I that's what I would assume. So otherwise, the drop off would be huge. Yeah, so. <laughs> like people having so. to go through the process again. I know they'd lose like half of them. Yeah, no. Uh, Combat Kev, what is more likely to happen at Mania? Edge winning against Roman or Miz still being champion? Uh, Edge beating Roman is more likely than Miz walking into Mania as WWE champion. <laughs> yeah, by, like, by a whatever. long shot. By yeah. a mat. By a long shot. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Gareth Meatloaf and Lasagna face off in the Elimination Chamber. What four hearty meals are trapped in the chamber with them, and who goes over? So you got oh, meatloaf, you got lasagna. That's two of the of the six. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, hearty meals, beef lasagna, stew, maybe. <laughs> prime rib. Prime rib. You put beef stew in there. Beef stew. All right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of hearty meals. Yeah. Oh, beef stew uh, sounds good. Put some chili in there, maybe. Some chili with some cornbread uh, in there. A uh, 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 macho burrito. <laughs> One of those foot lo- those foot long tortillas, you know? Yeah, dude, those are huge. Those that that is a hearty meal. That's a hearty meal right and there. And then what just sits in you like a brick? Meat mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take a meat mountain. Uh, who goes over? 
I mean, for me, it's probably meatloaf. Probably meatloaf goes over. Meatloaf, or if the if the matcha burrito is a surf and turf one, uh, one of those two. That really got you yesterday, huh? Man, it was so good. Yeah, dude. It was got, so good. The hot tag to what were they called? Limon something or another? Oh, it was so good. Post Limon. Uh, Dalen Dula, recently your dominant hand went on strike. It claims your other hand is not pulling its weight on the team and is demanding that you trade it away for a new appendage. Mm. What pro wrestler do you ask to mediate the conflict between your hands and get them working together again? Oh, it's Adam Pierce. I get Adam uh, Pierce. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Sonya Deville now mm. because Adam Pierce, he's been like a little bit on the bullied side lately, you know, the Roman and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't think anybody's going to be bullying Sonya Deville anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. Lord Ziffer, let's say for argument's sake, the Miz makes it past Mania with the WWE Championship. Aside from Morrison, who who would you like to see win the championship off Miz that has never won a world title before? So apart from Morrison, someone who hasn't won a world title before, who beats hasn't Miz for world title before. Damian Priest. Damian. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a story there at least. Um, Keith I would Lee. Go with. I mean, there's so many names. Yeah, there's a lot of names. I would go with Cedric Prime Alexander. There you go. Or Bob Lashley. Because Bob Lashley's never won a WWE title before. Uh, Anthony, which two wrestlers from any promotion would you choose to make giants so they can have a Godzilla versus King Kong style fight? Who wins and where does this Clash of the Titans take place? Well, if you want experience, you got Suzuki. Yeah. And uh, didn't Ko- was, was Kotobushi in that movie yep. as well? Didn't yep. he fight some monsters? Yep. <clears throat> There you go, Suzuki and uh, Kota Bushi. They, they have, have the experience right there, man. But otherwise, it's Braun. I feel like Braun would be actually pretty good at fighting monsters. Braun and uh, uh, Great Ocon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a guy who would kill monsters. I mean, he beat Tenzon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Combs, if you had to create a comic book about any current non WWE wrestler or wrestling angle, who or what would it be about? Oh, well, I had a planned Steven Larson comic book, uh, a second one, where you and I go time traveling to the old carnival days of mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think something happens to like, I blink you out of existence or something. Well, that's and a then bummer. And then I have to go back to the future and get uh, Cal Jack to come back in time to take on some of those carnival wrestlers. Some of those. Oh, uh, so uh, the answer is Cal. So it'd be Cal, yeah. All right, but it'd be good. us and Cal. Uh, <laughs> traveling Minoru, time, traveling Cal Jack. Uh, Minoru Suzuki fighting giant monsters. That's good. Uh, Blake Elizondo, what if anything does WWE being live and not taped right now add to the product? Well, I mean, there's always a premium on live content, whether there's fans there or not. I think that, you know, the fact that it's live, that anything could potentially happen without it being spoiled in advance. Yeah. Usually. I think that's kind of it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, NJWP, what has Austin Theory learned from each of his mentors? So Andrade, Seth, mm-hmm. John. Uh, let's see here from Seth. Uh, he learned, I mean, maybe he learned how to, uh, you know, form 
what what is it called when uh, it's not a nonprofit when you have tax exempt? He 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 learned about tax exempt oh, yeah, status yeah. for religions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from Andrade, he learned uh, un poquito español, just a little bit of español, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of Spanish there. And from John, and from John, John. Uh, man, he's learning a lot. Yeah, what hasn't he learned from John? Although it's he has gotten stupider under John. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it's like the reverse. The way the way with the way you have to like unlearn before you can learn. There you go. Jason Lewis, this is a you probably won't like this one, but we can end on this one. Uh, okay. Since you guys started it on Matt Chat, I believe Ross brought it up. Book the card for a WWE Pixar invasion. So obviously on the Pixar side of things, you have the Incredibles leading the way. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. You have the Incredibles versus uh Hurt Business. Wait, why would I not like this question? Well, you don't really generally like the, the recasting type stuff. or <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, okay, okay. Well, this is, yeah, this is a little bit different, but I understand. Uh, okay, so who's invading who? Uh, the Pixar universe is invading WWE. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'll go with uh, my, t- let's see here. I guess we're doing like dream matchups or something. Sure, yeah. So it'd be like top, was Mr. Incredible, is that his name? I don't uh-huh. know what his name is. Yeah, Mr. Incredible. I, I never really saw the second one. I heard it was good. Yeah, second one I thought was better than the first one. Um, so Mr. Incredible versus Roman Reigns because head of the table versus head of the oh, table. That's good. You know, that's good. Family that's versus good. family. That's good. Pulled that one out of my ass. Good job. Good. Me. Good. Um, uh, Woody versus Cameron Grimes. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Or also Buzz Lightyear versus Cameron Grimes. Oh, to the Battle moon. on okay. the moon. Good, good. Battle on the moon. That's good. I was going to say Buzz Lightyear versus Beale Armstrong, but then I remember Beale Armstrong is a creation of you, not of WWE. Well, it's not a creation of me. Someone else actually created Beale Armstrong. The character of Beale Armstrong. <laughs> he brought him to life. Um, okay, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, well, like Coco would take on... Was Coco the name of the kid? I actually never saw that one. Never saw the movie. Well, the kid from Coco. Yeah. Coco's the grandma. The way who's Coco in that movie? Anyways, the kid from Coco. He can talk to dead people. He's gonna he's gonna fight the fiend. Oh, good. And there's like always playgrounds and stuff with the fiend, like Alexa and stuff. Like, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, I've seen Coco so many times. How do I not know who Coco? Yeah, is? I don't know. I've That's never weird. seen it. Remember Steve. I've heard that song. Plot. Yeah, Coco's a grandma. Okay. Okay. I got that right. Uh, Two King Vic with a, a thousand bits here. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here on the Twitch. I mean, here on the podcast. What are you laughing at? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.